Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag Plus Bio Plus Science, presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business and also the host of this weekly podcast where we uh, have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector, the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, I'm excited to sit down with Troy Fichter. Troy is the CEO of Rogo. And Troy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Gary. I want to talk about your path to where you are now because it's very uh, interesting. But uh, where, where are you, first of all, where are you from? Where do you farm? Yeah, so we have a large uh, commercial farming operation there in Bluffton, Indiana, mm-hmm. where we have row crops and livestock. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a subst- substantial operation, right? Yeah, we I would say it's very professional, 4,500 acres of row crops and mm-hmm. multiple contract barns. and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Bluffton in the Fort Wayne area in, uh, in Wells County. Talk about uh, your background, uh, Troy, because um, coming out of uh, high school, uh, you were co-owner in Fichter Brothers Ag, which, as you just described, is a large uh, uh, farming operation in northeast Indiana. Talk about your path to becoming CEO of Rogo. Yeah, so we I have done some engineering work for other companies, and that led me down to just the, pr- the practical application of engineering and farming. On the farm itself, we had real issues with our soil sampling process as we were trying to diagnose um, and lower the cost of our soil fertility, which is the third biggest cost on our farm. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the idea came from to build a soil sampling robot to fix these issues. Um, For example, we did some studies where we had, um, where we saw 20 to 25% of our lime go to different spots in the field simply by the inconsistencies of the way you soil sample your field. So through all that, we realized that we were creating artificial variable rate technology maps to spread our fertility. And so to drive real learning on our farm and to study soil trends on our farm up and down, we had to be ultra consistent on how we took that soil sample. Mm -hmm. So then we looked at the current existing technology out there to fix our problem, and we realized that there was machinery that was making the job easier but not necessarily making the job more accurate. So that's when we built the Smart Core over a course of four years and several prototypes to have a patent-pending high-speed auger and a cleaning collar and an automating packaging system and have the vehicle drive itself to actually go back to every soil core location to within a couple inches year after year. Wow. And you you do have an engineering background. So yes. after high school, you went to Purdue University. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess en- you asked me after high school. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, so obviously that comes naturally. But but uh, that's a lot of technology and a lot of uh, you call it precision agriculture that, that you're talking about here. Uh, what's the process or what was the process like uh, in terms of uh, putting together and, and, and building smart core? Uh, pretty rigorous. We tried multiple different vehicle platforms. We tried multiple different forms of powering equipment and automation, uh, different forms of controllers. And the real learning was happening whenever we actually went out and went into the field and we broke things as fast as we could and tested things as fast as we could on the farm and built things as fast as we could with proving assumptions with duct tape and cardboard from Menards. And um, even going out to Kansas and sampling for a 70,000 acre farmer out there and realized that gopher holes was a problem and center pivot irrigation tracks was a problem. And all that learning drove us to a product that is currently SmartCore on the platform that it is. 
Now, is this on the market now? What, what, um, where, where does it stand? Yeah, so right now we aren't selling the machine because the market is asking us to provide a service. And so that's what we've been doing. Um, ag retailers and farmers see the importance of soil sampling, but it's not something they want to worry about or another technology piece they want to handle. And honestly, it can be more lucrative for us and more efficient, and we can cover more acres if we just soil sample for them. So that's what we've been doing. Interesting. You, uh, fascinating story. You uh, are truly an entrepreneur. Um, as you look at, at the ag biosciences, you look at that sector, as an entrepreneur, as a farmer, um, an ag entrepreneur, what, what excites you about the ag biosciences? Yeah, I, I, I ex- it gets me excited whenever I see people um, applying the scientific method to business growth and to real learning. In my sector, I saw misleading data almost being worse than no data at all to drive the learning and soil fertility. So I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that part of ag, ag bioscience because if we can actually insert the right data, we can be way more scientific on the things we're trying to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, as you look at um, the world of, of, of ag bioscience and, and modern farming, precision agriculture, growing your business in Indiana, as, as you look at Indiana as a state and the support uh, for agriculture here, what's, what's your take on that? I love Indiana. I love how it's so ag-based. They do a great job celebrating the hard work of a startup company. Um, There have been many people that have surrounded us with resources to help us learn how to grow a business. Um, This is more general to being in a rural area, but I just love building things on a farm where we can break things fast. (laughs) (laughs) What do do you need most? As you're an entrepreneur, an early stage uh, business, what kind of support uh, is most needed? Is it money? Is it financing? Is it mentoring? The uh, connections? What's what? What do you need most? Yeah, I would say it's definitely more business connections than it would be financing. Financing may be um, something we want to look into. We would look into financing if we have evaluated that we need to grow our business at a faster pace. We already have paying customers. We're already delivering and executing the services. Um, but business connections in the short term, we want to be connected with people that lead us to more soil sampling acres. In the long term, we want to be connected with people that ha- that help us um, create more value for the farmer, lead us down other roads. Mm-hmm. As you look at precision agriculture uh, in Indiana, or in ag in general, I guess, um, What's the general acceptance in, in the farm community? You see more and more uh, farmers looking to, to, to data, to, to technology, to innovation to help them uh, in their operations. Yes, farmers are definitely. Uh, there's a sec- There's a large segment of them that are. They're just thinkers. They're they're trying to evaluate. I think we're overwhelmed with too much data at this point. As I talk to farmers, um, but if you can help that farmer and form a strategy around his plan, they are very accepting with even this technology and they just want the certainty and they'll pay for that certainty to know that their data is correct so they can actually make decisions off it without the head trash of knowing if something was wrong or if inconsistent or it, there's there's a lot of head trash out there and we're trying to eliminate that. Yeah. I should point out, you were part of last September's uh, Forbes Ag Tech Summit, that inaugural summit uh, here in Indianapolis, uh, the Demo Day. Um, as you look back on that, what was uh, what was your take on that? Uh, why was it an important moment, do you think, for Indiana, too, to have that event here? 
Yeah, so uh, we don't get too romantic with that kind of stuff, but because we're just a bunch of scrappy engineers and farmers, but we thought that was really important because we um, were able to be the first people to actually provide a commercially autonomous vehicle service for Midwestern farmers. As far as we know, um, people are paying for us and we're actually executing, and that is a first. And we were actually able to show farmers that we were able to soil sample fields with extreme accuracy, go back to every core location with a couple inches, and we're actually able to deliver efficiencies by soil sampling a field 30 to 60% faster than a human can. So that was a nice surprise to us over this past fall. And right after that day, we packed that machine up and headed out to a customer's field to keep soil sampling. So we don't. (laughs) Interesting. Fascinating story. As you look ahead, what's next for Rogo? As you look five, 10 years beyond, this is an industry and technology obviously is constantly changing. Uh, Where do you see Rogo uh, a little longer term down the road? So we want to become a platform. I, I do believe as we learn more about our soils and the chemical characteristics, we're also going to learn more about the biological characteristics. And we want to become a platform for other technologies to put a, put upon our, our vehicle or whatever technologies we develop. I do believe that we're always going to have to have something touching the soil to actually diagnose it and learn more about how to, gr- to grow higher yielding crops. Um, I don't think it's going to be a drone flying overhead telling me what's going on six inches below the soil surface. Um, so I, I want to be there. We're in the soil fertility space. We're not in the soil sampling space, just like Henry Ford is in the transportation business, not in the car business. And we want to be connected with those businesses that want to really drive this industry forwards. Very good. Troy Feetor is the CEO of Rogo. Uh, it's a Bluffton-based business in Northeast Indiana. Troy, thanks for your uh, your insights. Uh, you're a true innovator uh, in agriculture and an entrepreneur. We'll look forward to following your story as well. Thank you very much. Thank you all, too, for joining us on this Season 2 of Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's a weekly production, a partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.